Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, this is Dawn. Welcome to the latest episode of From Dollar Square to Wear, the Arsenal Twitter podcast, which incidentally contains adult content which is definitely not suitable for young children. Please like and subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps. Also, please be sure to visit the YouTube channel and subscribe to that. We have a brand new show, You Can Be The Star, the most interactive Arsenal show, where the twist is the viewer who entertains us the most on the night can join us live on the panel to air their opinions. We have great guests weekly. We've had Kevin Campbell, who was absolutely brilliant. That's still available to watch. And we also have more excellent guests lined up, which is very, very exciting. Thanks for listening. Treacle? People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Welcome to the new edition of Bromdale Square to Wear, the Arsenal Twitter podcast. So, we've heard an awful lot from the club, supposedly, this week. Been another big news week, really. Um, not anything we really want to hear. I think we all hoped that Emery was going to be out by now. But, depending on what you want to believe... Could either have him till the end of the season. We could, he could be having another six to eight games. We all know as well. I think deep down he's got to go. He should have gone by now. And the problem we've got is that on average we would need seventy-one points to get to top four, just to finish fourth. And we've got twenty-four games left. And in order to get top four, we need to win 18 out of the 24 games. Now, just let that sink in for a while. I think we've only won two out of the last ten. At the moment, I can't see where we're going to get our next win from. After the international break, people are thinking we've got another yeah, three easy games. And if we changed our manager and allowed the new manager to have these three games coming up after the international break, starting with Southampton, then I think we would probably have a good chance of winning those three games. But if we stick with Emery, I think we're going to struggle winning those three games. I genuinely do. 
Now, Southampton are in a desperate situation. I still, believe it or not, rate the manager, despite the terrible run that they've, they've been on. I think there's a lot of internal unrest at Southampton. I think um, he desperately wanted Hassan Hukel to strengthen in the summer and he wasn't backed and I think that's really got him upset um, he's working with you know the, not the players that he wanted nowhere near the, the strong enough squad they've been getting worse over the last two or three years Southampton they're not the same club as they used to be bringing through some fantastic talent they haven't done that for a little while they've continuously sold their best players so yeah, I think he, he really wanted to strengthen, but he wasn't backed, unfortunately. Uh, although he's, he has really struggled this season, I, I do think there's a good manager in there somewhere. But after the international break, they're going to want a reaction. He's going to want a reaction. I'm sure the players will want a reaction. And um, after this two-week break, I don't know how many guys they've lost over the international break to their international um, teams. But um, they're going to be working doubly, doubly hard to put in a performance against Arsenal. And they will see that we are there to be got at. And I think we're going to be in for a really tough game. I really don't think it's going to be a walk in the park whatsoever. And I think we're going to be doing well to get three points out of that game. So I think it's going to be mathematically impossible for us to get top four by Christmas. There's absolutely no doubt about that in my mind. And the simple fact is the only way that we are going to be able to get there is to change the manager and really, really push for, you know, the, the whole mentality of the squad to change very quickly overnight because... We all saw what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer did with United when they had the weight lifted off their shoulders when Mourinho left. And the instant change wasn't just down to Oli coming in. It was that release, that pressure cooker release valve. And um, I honestly think that Freddie Jungberg will get that from the players because of the respect he's got and um, the way that they all love him. And he would allow them to go out there and play some good football you play players in the right positions and I think the whole mentality would change literally overnight and that's the only way we could do it is to get a good run of games and utilise that new manager bounce that he would give us but it doesn't look like that's going to happen so I think we're staring down the barrel already that the league is over for us And that means putting all their eggs into the Europa League basket, which at the end of the day is a knockout competition. It's all down to the luck of the draw. I don't even fancy us beating, you know, anyone in that competition either at the moment. We all saw how we struggled against one of the weakest teams in there, Victoria, the other week. So, pretty much the season will be over if nothing is done. And the the way that the club has handled this situation is absolutely appalling and calling us all a noise and then they tried to backtrack on that and it looks like 
you know, we, the manager's been given the dreaded vote of confidence, etc. But that's that's not something that happens a day or two before you sack the manager. That means he could be gone in the next month or so, which is, you know, pretty much up to Christmas. And it's, it's far too late. The season is, is going to be gone. And the We Care to You movement that happened in the summer, the frustration that we had at that point, that led to the letter going out, the open letter from all the you know the different uh, well-known sort of Arsenal accounts, etc. And it got an immediate response, but that situation that led to that is nowhere near as re- as important and as serious as the situation we're in at the moment. It's got 10 times worse. And the lack of action from Raul, Edu, Vinay is just staggering. And the ineptitude of not doing anything is going to absolutely wreck the club financially if we don't get into the top four, which we've already established is not going to happen. So they should have taken action ages ago, you know, quite a few weeks ago, probably after the Watford game, if you, if we're completely honest with ourselves. It was openly apparent then, at that point, that we're going nowhere under this manager. And not only are we going to be completely wrecking the club financially, putting ourselves into a serious black hole, but we're also systematically in the meantime wrecking the players that we've got in the club and they are the crown jewels for the club at the moment they're the only thing that we've got to look look at and think that there's some strength there we've got a great squad I keep saying it over and over again we have got a great squad and people were comparing the Leicester team versus our team in the lead up and in the aftermath of the Leicester match at the weekend and saying how many Arsenal players will get into the Leicester team. Well, if you look back last Christmas, before Brendan Rodgers joined, under Claude Puel, everyone would have said that there'd be no Leicester players that got into the Arsenal team, even though they're all the same. And they've lost their best centre-back in the summer, didn't replace him. And now, a short, you know... Less than a year later, a short amount of time, it's turned on its head because they got a great manager in and a great coach, a great motivator. It's turned on its head and everyone is saying no Arsenal players will get into the Leicester team now, apart from potentially Aubameyang, but on current form, that Jamie Vardy is, would, wouldn't get displaced by Aubameyang either. So they took action and have turned full circle in, I think he joined in February, so that's nine months, and it's no, it's taken nowhere near nine months, it's just, you know, you can go back to the beginning of the season, at the end of last season, you can see how good they were becoming, winning all the games at the end of last season, so he had an instant impact, Brendy Rogers. and we're still waiting after 18 months of Unai Emery to even 
and figure out who to play in what position on the pitch. And the owners and the those who must be obeyed in the club have done fuck all. So we need to act and we need to voice our displeasure. We need to show, actually give them some noise to worry about. Give these fuckers some noise. They don't like it. Tough. They're wrecking our fucking club. So the fact that I've been calling out over the last week or so, the We Care to You movement to actually get involved, it's very, very, very important that we do because it's far more important than when they did get involved in the summer. So the fact that we've not heard anything as yet is very weird because we're going to end up losing all of our best players as well as going down a deep fucking financial black hole. So please, please get involved and let's get some dialogue going with this club. Let's hear from Josh Cronkey again because he gave us all this hope in the summer and we let everyone off the hook in the summer thinking there were Don Raul was knocking on the doors and getting everything sorted. Well, he's not doing it now, is he? And our club is going down the shitter in front of our eyes and nothing is being done. So let's get something done urgently. Because I can't bear to see this and I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure I'm not alone in looking at this team week in, week out and getting completely and utterly embarrassed and deflated and angry and sad and every feeling under the sun apart from joy and happiness is completely the opposite and nothing is changing and we can't blame Unai Emery anymore you know it's, it, he's just in a the wrong job it's a too big a job for him he ain't got a clue what he's doing now it's not his fault anymore it's the people that are keeping him in that job and they need to be held accountable I'll take a short break and I'll be back soon Welcome back. So going back to the early episodes of From Dial Square to Where, literally pretty much to the beginning, it was episode two where I discussed the concerns I had about um, the ownership of the club and the way we were going and etc etc and I set up my initial petition and um, it was episode three uh, just a, a week after when the We Care Do You movement started. And I edged my concerns on those uh, shows about the We Care Do You movement. I was all for it, of course. But the biggest concern I had was that um, what it really required was to be followed through. And what I mean by that is not just to send that initial letter and then that's it, after we signed Pepe and everything, everyone was happy. But the most important thing I mentioned was to keep a close dialogue with the club on a regular basis and to build that relationship with the club 
so that you can actually have regular meetings with the club in person as well to discuss the fans' concerns and be the voice of the fans to the club. And that was the most important thing to me at the time. And obviously, as we've seen now, um, now we're at rock bottom virtually. Now we're having to sort of give them a nudge and to try and say, well, can you just please wake up and, you know, contact the club again. Use your contacts within the organisation to try and provoke a response and say, why are you allowing all this stuff to go on with to our club? Why are you not acting over at Unai Emery? Do you not realise that it's now almost impossible for us to get top four? Because you are delaying and delaying and delaying the inevitable. Now, Unai Emery is literally drowning in the ocean. And it looks like the club and Josh are just standing on the boat, not helping him, not throwing him a life ring. So, I don't blame him anymore, like I said, I don't blame Emery anymore, because we all know he's just not, he's in well above his head, and it's down to the owners now to actually act, and um, it's really up for debate as to where we go from here, and what we do, and I was listening to other podcasts, and I think it was a Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast, that um, were talking about not going into the ground, you know, leaving the the Emirates empty, and uh, there was a hashtag apparently empty the Emirates, and um, trying to sort of get people to maybe enter the ground half an hour late and take the seats half an hour late and leave the state stadium empty, which is all that's a good you know idea. Have some banners up. Um, create some chance against the board create some chance that advise the board in no uncertain terms that we need a managerial change need a new head coach but I again I'm going back to a suggestion that I made in either episode two or three And I really think this is a good suggestion because it's a win-win all round, really. Rather than just not going to the stadium, not seeing football, I think it would be a really good idea if it was a concerted effort for everyone to, instead of going to the Emirates to watch the Arsenal first team, choose a match and go to, instead, the Arsenal ladies And what I mean by a win-win is that the Emirates will be empty, but we will be going there and supporting the Arsenal team that are actually the best in their field at the moment. They are the best women's team in the land, and they're getting no crowd whatsoever. So vote with your feet by not going to see the men who are stinking the place out at the moment, But go and see the women's team. You get to watch football. You get to support the women's team. Give them that uh, backing that they fully deserve. And get to see some really good football. 
So I think that's a, a really good way of boating with your feet and getting something out of it as well and supporting the Arsenal team that are actually winning stuff. So let me know what you think. Please, you know, share it around. See whether we can get some kind of feedback on that idea because surely it's better than just you know, leaving the stadium half empty for half an hour or whatever. And I'm just talking about, you know, on one occasion at the moment. If it keeps happening, you know, nothing happens at all, then do it again. But I just think it's a great way of, uh, of really getting a, a point across that if we want to see good, successful football and a team that is going to be able to win the league like the ladies team did last season. Now we've got some of the best women's players in the world in, in playing for Arsenal ladies. Miedemar, Van der Donk, yeah, let's go and give them some support on one occasion at least and uh, yeah, show them that we want to see successful football like they are so give us an email from dialsquare to where at gmail.com contact me on twitter at from dialsquare and tell your friends ask them what they think about that idea because I think it could work I'm going to leave it there for this episode because yesterday I had the uh, you know a very good live show and uh, I've posted that as a podcast today and a lot of what I was going to cover on this particular episode of the podcast was covered in the show yesterday so I've converted that into a podcast format as well but it's also still there available to watch of course on youtube so thanks ever so much for listening please go and subscribe to the youtube channel please follow the podcast and give us a five star review and uh yeah tell your friends and family and all the other gooners about from dial square to where be really appreciated take care and i'll speak to you soon Thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We really need your help to spread the word about From Dial Square to Wear. So if you haven't done so already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the From Dial Square to Wear YouTube channel and hit the notification button so you never miss a live show. And finally, please tune in to the live shows. Don't forget, you can get the chance every week to be the star alongside Andrew and his great guests just for being the most entertaining viewer on the night. Thanks again and see you on the next episode. Bye!